Hello and welcome back to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. And joining me today, once again, it's Sir Kenny Lockley. And she's here to talk about the 2017 action thriller, The Foreigner. Just a heads up, my audio isn't great in this one, so sorry for that, but it's a fantastic episode. Stick around. We hope you enjoy. Has anyone asked you why, where, when did your Brosnan love begin? Oh, great question. Like, um, we all know, we, lovers of Gary know that Gary's a lover of Brosnan, but mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where did it all begin? Uh, that's a fun, that's a phenomenal question to ask to open this up. Um, where did this begin? This should have been episode one <laughs> to give people, to give people an ounce of context. Um, no, really confuse them from the off. Just like. Yeah. No, if they haven't, if they haven't bought into Brosnan O'Brien birthday bros, but answer until this point, they don't deserve to know. Yeah. Um, where did it begin? No, I, I just remember it's a very, very long story short. I remember my parents and my sister were watching the world is not enough with like the next door neighbors exchange students it was watching it. I don't know who's friends with my sister. Yeah. And they were just watching that movie. And I can't remember what I, I it's so, it was the scene where James Bond's escaping like the mine or something. And he's wearing the per- the blue jump suit. And he's running away from the fire. And I thought, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I remember then around the same time, my parents the, on Nickelodeon, there was these ads for like James Bond, like magazines, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I never seen the movie, but I told my parents, I'm like, Oh, look, there's the, there's the thing we were watching, used to watch the other night. To which my mother was like, oh, he clearly likes this, so we'll buy it for him. <laughs> Even though I didn't really. Yeah. And then I just started watching the movies then from that point onwards. I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice. Um, where the whole Brosnan thing came from, like, that's how I ended up liking like, James Bond. The Brosnan thing, like, <laughs> where does any of my things come from, sir? No like, who fucking knows? It's just, it was just a thing. I don't know. I think he's the best bit Bond. I think it's cool that we have an Irish James Bond, even though he's, like, technically group and the uk but i don't care yeah. i don't know he's just a cool dude nice. I, I i can't explain it i can't explain that's, it but. that's as good an explanation as i wanted so that's yeah but that's what so that's yeah so that's the idea for this month then it was just like as much as i like to try and get people on to be like hey pick a movie usually people are like oh i don't know what to pick maybe i should pick something like this i'm like just pick something <laughs> so this month it's all about me so i decided <laughs> to everyone to pick a uh, pierce Brosnan movie and you you came up with the idea of the foreigner i did and Here's the thing. Well, first off, turns out I haven't seen a lot of Pierce Brosnan movies. I was looking at the list and I was like, oh. You and fucking everyone. <laughs> I made the foolish like thing of being like, hey, pick your top. Because I, I wasn't sure if people were going to like, you know, pick something and then someone else would pick it. And then it got awkward. So I was like, hey, pick a top three and, you know, whatever. I'll like rank them that way. And then people were like, uh, three? <laughs> uh. <laughs> kind of, does it have to be three? Uh, yeah, so... I was like, ah, yes, The Foreigner. All I knew about this movie was it's that uh, totally not Jerry Adams movie <laughs> with Jackie Chan in it. And I was like, perfect. That's all I need to know. And it was on Netflix. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like that, like, how did this not sell like $1 billion? Yes, how of, is like, this not a bigger tickets? deal? <laughs> like, it's, I, I understand, yes, there's the whole Jerry Adams thing with only a certain amount of people would get, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an IRA movie with Pierce Brosnan playing someone who both acts like and looks like yep. Sinn Féin guy. <laughs> Jerry, uh, TD, but what, I don't know what they call, uh, PM, they call them. MPs, MPs, MP, MPs up there, uh, yeah. Um, it looks like him and it's got martial artist, superstar and just... All round. Fantastic man, yeah. Jackie Chan. Oh, like, what a lad! Like that's that's a, that's enough to sell me on it. To which I it did. It did. And, <laughs> and here we. So are. how come? It, how? But you hadn't seen it. I you hadn't. didn't tell me this before. 
And how did you go four years without seeing this movie? Because um, I'm terrible at watching any movie ever. As we have discussed, yeah. I have only watched movies pre-2000. Yeah. Because I was thinking this is behind the scenes, everyone, uh, talking to Gary about possible movies. All of them are from like the 70s. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> we have to do the original Murder on the Orient Express. That's <laughs> like, not the remake from this century? No, it has to be. <laughs> well, I, I, I blacklisted that when I c- compared the mustaches between the two pros, and I was like, I'm sorry, but the Kenneth Branagh mustache is just far superior. It's a superior mustache, but anyway. Oh, movie the- quality, I don't give a fuck. I just <laughs> like that mustache. <laughs> oh, I forgot this was a mustache podcast. I'm very sorry. Yeah, exactly. Really? Uh, oh, just, you, just, you, just you wait mustache. for Movember. <laughs> I'll have an idea. It'll be all movies based on mustaches. That's a great idea. I'm going to write that down, actually. That's actually uh, And November is my birthday month. Oh, so I don't know okay. how. I don't know. Can we? I have sorry, to do you, do, sorry, do you have a podcast? No. So yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I'll start a rival podcast just for the month of November, just to fucking get up your hole and like, uh, get all our will. friends on it. <laughs> Every yeah, guest something. you've had, I'll have. <laughs> how did you get Daniel Brown, my cousin? <laughs> I have my ways. <laughs> As you twirl a mustache, I'm like, damn, she's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll start growing it now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, so I guess for anyone that may not know, I know we've kind of said that it involves a, a, a faux Jerry Adams, but like, what what's this movie about? Explain to someone that, no, explain it to Circa from 2020, you're Circa from 2020, it's February, you're living your best oh, life, you think nothing could go wrong. And you're, you're an like, English hey. teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you're an English teacher. Hey, you should check out The Foreigner, tell her about it. Um... Jackie Chan's daughter gets killed by totally not the IRA and totally not Jerry Adams. And he goes on a crazy revenge quest and just like very thrilling and very like captivating because he's not just like, oh, he's so just interesting and we'll get into it. But maybe, sure, let's just fucking get into it now. He is, um, we find out that he's a soldier, uh, specifically from the Vietnam War. Oh, spoilers. Just in case Circa from 2020 <laughs> wants to go watch this, you know, you don't want to spoil it for. We just let we just gonna let her know. Hey, this spoiler is Circa from 2020. Oh, Buy some Bitcoin her. now. <laughs> that naive, that naive child. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's not just like going in there all guns blazing. He's like really calculated, Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. That is, he's really calculated, and it just makes for such a more interesting movie than if it was just kind of you know. Another uh, another Jerry Adams type, you know. Another, <laughs> I don't know. What, what are your usual about. Jerry Adams movies? <laughs> I love his movies. God. Oh, have you ever seen the Jerry Adams Family? My God, that's a great one. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, amazing. Dun No connections to the IRA. Dun dun. Never Chucky heard of Arlo. him before. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like your it's not like your usual Jackie Chan movie, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, ooh, okay, it's it's a fusion a fusion dish, and you're like, mm-hmm. all right, Northern Ireland meets China, let's go for it. Yeah, and like I think one of the things I find most interesting about this movie was it's kind of like out of character for both of them, nearly. Yeah, is it like it's not very like a Brosnan. A typical Brosnan role, um, although there is a shirtless scene where he's like sleeping with a woman, so like that just ticks yep. that usual box. <laughs> oh, and it's right in the first five minutes. I have a, <laughs> yeah. a note that says, "Sexy Jerry, Jerry crossed out Liam." <laughs> uh, next to it, it says, "Illuminated moonlight nipple." <laughs> 
as if the, that moonbeam is just lighting up that nipple. <laughs> and I was He's like, just oh. there on set and he goes, I need my nipples to be moonlit. <laughs> just like get a lovely glow off that nipple. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, it's, he's like the villain nearly in, in a way. And, and yeah. we haven't really seen, uh, seen him as a villain much in many movies. No. Uh, and I'm just trying to think none of the ones we've covered Because he's world's sexiest about. man. You can't have he's world's sexiest man. man. Yeah, exactly. He's too, he's too used to be playing the, um, the James Bond character. So yeah, so he's kind of playing this character that's despicable in a way. And, oh, I really enjoyed his performance in this. And I, yes, I, that's, that's outside really of my good. usual Pierce Brosnan bias. He is very good in this. <laughs> um, keeping in mind that like, I've, we watched like, the lawnmower man and Mamma Mia before this. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's really good at Oh, he can act. He can, yeah, he can act. Oh, that's something he possesses, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's kind of playing the bad guy and he's ruthless and he just fucking, he's very controlled when he wants to be. Um, yes. He's got like a hidden, what's it, still waters run deep. He, he's got yeah. like, the cogs are turning behind that, that quite a quiet exterior and you're like, oh yeah. damn, okay, okay, okay. And Jackie Chan, yeah, is usually much more like comedic. Well, see, I think that's what we we would know him for because, like, that's what he's been like in the big Hollywood movies, like the Shanghai Noon and Rush Hour and stuff. Um, and the animated series of uh, the Jackie Chan series. Oh Speaking my god! Speaking of magazines, well. the talismans. Oh my god, the talismans. <laughs> well, I guess the James Bond thing stay in it. But um, but yeah, no, absolutely. And but like when you look at some of his other stuff that he's done, and obviously Kung Fu Panda, how did we forget? Uh, <laughs> but when you look at some of the stuff that he did when he was like shooting in Asia and stuff, like that's a lot more serious, a lot more true, gritty. True. Um, but this isn't really like his past stuff because obviously he's a bit older. I think they kind of age him up a lot in this than he normally yeah, is. He looks so old. He looks way older than he actually is. But like, fair play to the makeup department because like that's nearly like half the performance is how bad Jackie Chan looks. Yeah, it's and in the so beginning, like, he looks like a weak old man. He looks so yeah. like none of his moves are confident. He's like so small in stature and just heartbroken as well. God, the first 10 yeah. minutes of this Oh my fucking my God, heart. I have a whole thing on it. It's fucking horrific. Um, but just, just, just to, um, but yeah, just, just to finish off with Jackie Chan, that like he's just like, that's not what we'd know him as. And oh. to see him in this, I just thought was really interesting. But then what I thought was cool was, do you know who the director of this is? I looked up his name earlier today. All I know is called Martin. Martin Campbell. There, um, I was like, Chapman? He, <laughs> he directed Goldeneye and Casino Royale. No way. So I thought it was really interesting that this is a guy back in 1994 that directed Pierce Brosnan as James Bond to be a good guy. Yeah, and yeah. then all these years later have to be like, okay, now you're the somewhat the bad guy. That's uh, which I thought was, But it kind of has those James Bond thriller-esque yeah. elements to it as well, which I thought was quite cool. Um, so this, I don't know if people are still listening on the fence about this. This is on Netflix. It's fun. It's a really good movie. Um, I have some issues with it just mm. overall. Yeah, it's but it's I, not flawless, but it's really, it's good. But right. like, if you're looking for, like, it's a fun popcorn movie to sit down for 100%. And if you're from Ireland as well, just to list, <laughs> just to see a character like Jerry, like, it's like a dramatic <laughs> Jerry Adams. Yeah. On screen, and he's feuding with Jackie Chan. How are you not watching this right yes. now? How is this not like mandatory learning in your classes in school? Exactly. So yeah, so that like you were saying, that first ten minutes is just <gasps> fucking uh, like so heartbreaking. Because yeah, probably less than five minutes in, the inciting incident happens, where so he picks up his daughter from school. Do you know who his daughter is? His daughter. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, well, no, no, no. She played Cho Chang in uh, Harry Potter. 
Oh, fuck off. She did. No she's way. like 33. I looked it up. She's like what? in her 30s and she's still playing like 16 year olds. Yeah, because yeah, I thought it was college, but then I thought it was weird that all the college was finishing at the same time. Yeah. And then she talked about how she was going to like a Debs or like a prom. Yeah, like and I was dance. like, no, you're 35. <laughs> you're like, you're old. Why, are you, yeah. why, why is your dad still picking you up? Yeah. So like she comes out of school and she's like, we have to go buy the dress now because like everyone else is going to be going to the dress shop. Like there's only two left of my size. Let's go. Let's go. She walks out with her boyfriend who is an immediate dropped thread in this movie. I was waiting (laughs) for him to come back at some point. And no, she just walks out with him. She says like, I'll see you at the dance later. Jackie Chan's like, when am I going to meet this boy? And she's like, when he comes to pick me up for the dance later, she goes to the shop. Jackie Chan's trying to get a parking spot and uh, we see a guy park a motorcycle right outside the dress shop and a bomb goes off in that motorcycle and ends up killing like 16 people, I think they said in the first, or six people in the first explosion, including Jackie Chan's daughter. And he is just broken. There's a few scenes in this where, like at the beginning, where you're just like, oh my God, like... Mm. He is just, he's like a shell. Yes. When he's in her bedroom. Oh, I, mean, I have that down as well. Like, so the yeah. first thing I have is the picture of the two that I thought was a bit like forced was like, yeah. he's there's a, the photographer taking a picture of him, like holding his, his dead oh, yeah. daughter, which I was just a bit like, he'd be cleared out of there. Like this, yeah, this, that's this is a, a crime much. scene. Don't be. <laughs> but, um, but I saw that and I was like, okay, cool. Understand it. But yeah, I have, I have like, I have like five sentences down this whole fucking like bedroom scene, which Go is just it, like the most. All I, all it's... I was able to write was just like heartbreaking. Just oh like Jackie. my god! Because at first I thought he was like cleaning out her room, but no, he's just dissociating. He's just like touching various things, looking at her clothes, and then just like sitting on her bed. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize my heart was going to be ripped out in this fun <laughs> Jerry Adams movie. <laughs> but oh my god, it's like. And it's, it's, I don't know if it's the script, because this is based on a book as well, um, mm. called The Chinaman, which they changed to The Foreigner, yeah. but yet they refer to him as The Chinaman. The Chinaman, an awful lot. And all, they were like, we'll change, we can't change the script, we can change the title, but the script is based <laughs> on the book, we'd have to, we'd have to pay someone to rewrite it. <laughs> He's um, from China, surely. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's just it, it, it just ja- Jackie Chan just does a fantastic job of just just the pure emotional performance, mm. and that nearly I would say rivals his physical performance when it comes to some of the action bits because he just plays this guy that has lost everything, and we get the, obviously the first bit of that where his daughter um, is killed, and then he's like holding her corpse, but then there's the scene where he walks to the bedroom, and it's like it's a lived-in bedroom, it's like yes. something that someone was only in maybe like a day ago, so there's yeah. like. I don't know, there was things like, let's say, let's say a coffee mug and like a yeah, to-do like list. Yeah, the duvet and, half off Oh my fucking God. And it's just like, it's so weird. Like for Jackie Chan to like walk into that room and be like, how am I supposed to pack any of this up? When yes. do I pack this up? How does this belong to someone that's no longer here anymore? Mm. Like, the, oh my, and you were just like, it did such a good job because a lot of movies would do like, showing all the fun times they have together, then the person is killed and then they're angry about it. Whereas yeah. this movie did a really interesting thing of like barely showing that, having yeah. the death, but showing just the sheer... Like grief. Uh, like harp- it's, Yeah. It is grief where you're just like, it's terrible and numbing and just like, oh, oh, this, oh, this is... Yeah. Oof. And I can't remember if it's at this point or a little bit later, but you see a picture of her with two pictures of two other girls... Mm. that kind of hints at like 
a backstory. But anyway, so what happens is uh, someone calls in the bomb, pre- not pretending, but claiming to be the authentic IRA. I do like that, though. I really <laughs> yeah, enjoyed like, that. We're the authentic, we're the legitimate IRA. I, I did like that they tried, like instead, like, instead of calling themselves the real IRA or anything like that, they were like, yeah. no, we'll refer to, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, what gene makers refer to as their cotton. <laughs> like, it's authentic cotton. It's an authentic IPA. Real. This is the authentic IRA. Real Italian leather. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's got the little symbol on it. I, I feel like one of those IRA members worked in marketing for a <laughs> He knows how to spin a good yarn. 100% homegrown, authentic, organic IRA. IRA. <laughs> a very hoppy IRA. <laughs> this is a fair trade IRA. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So then uh, we see, so they phone it into the journalist, is it? They like phone yeah, it into a yeah, newspaper yeah. saying like, we set off that bomb. It was us. It's the authentic IRA. And then someone gets on the, the blower to Liam Hennessy to be like, is this oh. your lot? And he's like, no, I was never in the IRA. <laughs> is that not what a Northern Irish accent is? No. Well, that, well, that's another good point. What did you think of uh, Pierce Brosnan's accent, actually? I thought it was good. It wasn't flawless, but I thought it was very good. Uh, like, the only thing, there was like one or two points I remember being like, ah, that's a bit yeah iffy. But other than that, I was like, it didn't break my immersion at any point. Yeah, I, 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 I like, okay, okay. And I think it, it's quite because I don't really know him for accents. I, I couldn't tell you anything he's done accenting because to me he just used the same voice in everything, especially yes. that western me and Keen watched. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. change his accent in that at all. Um, even oh, I know actually he does the Eurovision movie, but that's garbage. Um, <laughs> but he was probably paid like ten million just to show up, and he's like, "Fuck exactly. it, I'm not doing anything." But for this. I thought it was really impressive that he could do an accent that's not his own, that's very challenging to do, mm. but also maintain the like dramatic gravitas of a yes. scene. Like that boardroom scene where he hauls in all the IRA members and he just like owns that room with that accent. And yeah. for me not thinking this is garbage, I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and there's one there's one line I wrote down where he just goes, this rivals Omaha. And he just says it with such conviction uh, yeah and i was like that's a hard sentence to say in Northern Ireland action nearly like and to sound threatening so yes. i was like okay yeah he sold me on this exactly. there was only one phone call that i remember where he says something 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 now and i was like say now say now uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need it right now i was like god dang it but that yeah i'm not sure <laughs> i'm sure people from northern ireland don't always say now so you know whatever but this, and, and, and like, so when, uh, just speaking of that boardroom scene, that's where Brosnan gets all the IRA members and it's just like, who the fuck's doing this? We're trying to get some peace. We're trying to like work for peace, peace right now. Peace, yeah. Who is, who is doing this? And everyone's kind of denying it. Um, but what I love is like, I think that's maybe the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And like, like we were well, already start like. this movie real it's fast. It's really fast right paced. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which is really great. I'm enjoy. like, don't, don't waste my time. So yeah, yeah. So we know that he, we learn very quickly that he's like, you know in a ministerial position, but he was in the IRA in the past, but he's like, you know, very he adamant. He denies about, it. He's, and, he very, you know. he, he's very Jerry adamant about the fact that he has... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you. That like, he's like, that was 30 years ago when we had no hope and now we have something to work. He's re- he's quite convincing. He's very like um, democratic in the way he speaks. Yeah. But then he's like, Pulls up all these IRA members and he's like, who the fuck is doing this? I know it's one of you. But like, we're, we're not, so, so that's kind of, that's the, the IRA side of the story. But then we, we kind of cut back to Jackie and what he's kind of working towards now. His, he's, he's beginning his, 
at this point, it's still not a revenge plot. He, I think it's just like, he needs answers. He's names. Like, names. He does need names. But he's like, why? This was just like a random bombing. Why are the IRA doing this? Like, what the fuck? Because uh, he obviously hears on the news that blah, blah, blah. And he starts going down like a Wikipedia wormhole of <laughs> the IRA and Oma. He's like, Classic research scene. Uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting because later on the plot, we discover his past and he was, we used to work for special forces and his, his, his wife and um, two, two other kids yeah. were, were also killed from this. So, you know, from his point of view, he's kind of escaped all that, but I can't imagine anyone that's gone through that truly thinks they've kind of put it behind yeah. them. So you, later, so just on second watching of this, uh, I was kind of thinking like, holy shit, of course he thinks someone's out to get him and they've killed his daughter oh, for this. Yeah. So it's like, so that's why he's just like, who's done this? And, he, he's wondering I have how to eliminate end. who has done this. But you know what I mean? Like, because then he has the guilt thing because it's nothing she did. Is it someone yeah. trying to get back at him? And that mm. kind of starts him off on like, and why he's so upset. And again, I didn't notice that. I didn't really kind of realize that until the second time I watched this. But it's just like, a lot of yeah. the small things Jackie Chan does in this are very, very good and so very good. convincing. And, and I love they do a very good, like, slow setup of his backstory, where if you know a little yeah. bit about some kind of certain things, you can infer some stuff. So I noticed, because I love a good pho and some Vietnamese food, that when they get his full name, I was like, that doesn't look like a Chinese name. His name is Ngoc Ming Quan. I'm getting this like all wrong. But I was like, that doesn't look like a traditionally Chinese name. And he says that he's Nung Chinese. And I was like, what's that? Let's Google it. And it's a like an ethnic group of Chinese people who live in Thailand. No, Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. On the kind of the border of those three countries. And yeah, then you see him burning uh, a newspaper article about like Thai pirates slay two girls or something. And yeah. you're like, okay, it wasn't just I was fleeing the war and my kids were taken, like there's more to it. And they set up that he was, oh yeah, and then he eventually tells the police officer because he's trying to bribe this police officer for the names of the With people. like 20 grand in like a yeah. brown envelope. <laughs> in a takeaway box. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's what it's <laughs> He's like, this is £20,000. I need, I don't even need the names of the bombers, but just like put me in contact with someone in the IRA, which yeah. is like a baller move. Uh, and what's it? Does the police officer just ask him? I can't remember, but it comes up that he's like, oh, that was the police officer. Like, I looked into you. I know that you were born in this part of China. And he was like, yeah, I was in the Vietnam War and like I escaped. Yeah. No more. And you're like, interesting. And that comes back later, which I love. Um. Yeah. And it's, it's, this kind of sets Jackie off on this whole, like, we could call them by their characters' names, but, like, Liam and Quan just does not mm. sound as, no. in my head, as Pierce and Jackie. It just yes. makes it, Pierce and Jackie sound like a nice local couple from down the road now that I think about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking to Pierce and Jackie, actually. Oh, God, it's Jackie's birthday. Make sure you go round, okay? <laughs> Don't spook her now. She'll roundhouse kick you in the face. <laughs> She might set some traps, but that's just because of her nerves. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get into talking about the traps and stuff like that. Yeah, in this movie. But, but that's, um, well, that's not yet. Well, well, see, this is where this is where the movie kind of slows down ever so slightly because yeah. then, so Jackie then like he's like living a book, a, a takeaway to which he a restaurant that he owns, and he kind of just says to the one of the uh, people that works there like, "Hey, it's yours. I may be back, I may not be back. Who knows? But it's yours yeah. anyway." Which I like this whole thing of like he's prepared to die to yeah. like get this revenge. Uh, and I love, I love, I just, there was something so nice about watching this movie set in Northern Ireland where I love that we got to see like the, the pier or like the dock in like yes, Northern oh Ireland God. and for that to be a title card. And we yeah. see, I don't know what it was, but it was like the Stella Portal line. Arn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I was, I was like, like, oh my God. <laughs> 
So like Jackie heads over there and he's just like he storms into Storm Mount. <laughs> Actually, yeah. He goes straight um, into he, uh, Jerry's office. Well, he doesn't storm, which I think was which is so weird and yeah. shows how pa- patient he is and how, like, he doesn't want to fuck up and that. He did it in the police station back in the UK as well, where he's just like, he, he will happily sit for hours. Yeah. And he's not going to be aggressive until, like, people get aggressive with him. He's going to sit there and be like, I just want to talk to this guy. Because, oh, he'd already rang Pierce at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Pierce yes. had been like, I have no, oh, I have it down here because I want to try and say it. Oh, did I get rid of it? I did. Oh, yeah. I condemn these actions. I have no affiliation with the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I could just tell Pierce Brosnan was just like looking up news, uh, news like reels Clips, with Jerry yeah. Adams. And he was just watching Reeling in the Years. <laughs> reading in the Years. My rival programming. <laughs> How dare they? Entertainment. That's been around for decades, but fuck them. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 great. I, I, it's just a really cool thing with this character where he's just so patient and willing to kind of... Because you haven't yeah. seen him do anything too crazy uh, no. until like he gets to Storm Mount, but like, he's just very measured. Yeah, so he shows up and he has like a bag of groceries and they're like, oh, there's a pen knife in here, take it off him. And he talks to Pierce... And it's just like, what would happen if your daughter was killed? Wouldn't you do everything in your power? And he's like, I would, I would. And so he says, like, I need names, you know, tell me. And he's like, there's nothing we can do. I don't know anything about this. I'm not affiliated, blah, blah, blah. Because I, I think it's important to mention, actually, just realise, because Pierce doesn't actually know anything yeah, he at doesn't. this point. No, he doesn't. He he just, he is trying to find out at the same time as He's Jackie. also like, who the fuck is doing this? You're making <laughs> me look bad. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh yeah, the British, the British Prime Minister is also kind of on his case as well. Or yeah, is it someone yeah. close to the Prime Minister, like the Secretary? Someone close to the Prime Minister. Oh yeah, because she's like, is this your lot? And he's like, I wish I knew, but if I can get you names, I want something in return. I want pardons on these people, including my cousin. Yeah. And the Prime Minister's like, ah, that's a lot, but like, if you can get us something, we, we can talk. Yeah. So, but Jackie leaves the office and goes to the bathroom and sets up a Home Alone style... <laughs> Petrol bomb. Yeah, Jackie DIY, as I have it down yeah. in my notes. Like, he gets two, like, bottles of soda, wraps them with a wire, and, like, is able to just, like, get all these concoct all these groceries, as the guys call yeah. it, and, like, sets off a fairly big, a big bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, for what, for what, like, I don't know what he bought, but my God, did it make a big bang. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, he's, he's not just some old man. They're yeah. Like, okay. Okay. And he calls, is it at this point that he, um, Pierce calls, calls the, his the nephew, nephew. Yeah, yeah, in New York. So we find out in very natural dialogue where he's like, hey, uncle, <laughs> or like, hello, nephew. <laughs> that he the has. nephew is fairly garbage in this, in my opinion. In terms of acting or like his role or his usefulness? I think it's just because he's not Pierce Brosnan or Jackie Chan is why I hate ah. him. I think it's just, <laughs> any time we're with him, I'm just like, what are you doing? Get out of the, what are you doing? Yeah, he, he's a plot convenience. You need him there. In so Not a convenience, but you know, he helped move things along but I know what you mean. He's not. Like, I feel like I feel like if they got a if they got a bigger actor for it, I think I would have been more a better actor or a bigger actor. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> who that, would you, like, who would you cast? <laughs> a bigger, better actor, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, just a big, <laughs> humongous dude. Hey, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> not even trying to do it like any sort of accent. Oh. I don't know, like a Kit Harrington. I know because he oh, looks yeah, the same. But just yeah. someone that like I feel like because to me I was like uh, later on in the movie the nephew is set to like hunt down Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that actor having no like I was just like well no he's a dweeb he's not yeah, like but, he's if, an if it was, but you know what I mean I'm just like I I, fe- I felt no threat about his character because they had hyped him up as this big guy it's like hey I need yeah. you for something big but like I was just like I don't know maybe it was the actor maybe it was the writing I, I just couldn't tell where it was just like eh, yeah there's no weight behind him 
No, because Jackie just goes through all the fucking henchmen easily throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> which is amazing. He just seems like yeah. one of that to me. Whereas like, I feel like he could have been that character could have been like a bigger boss level fight. I don't know. <laughs> boss music plays. Yeah. But yeah. So actually, actually that... speaking of music, sorry, I did want to because it was one of the notes I have next after Jackie DIY is the score. Did you notice the score in this movie? No. Oh my fucking god! I love the score in this movie. It was yeah. really, really, really good. I have you to know, go you... back and listen. I just, I did, there was just something about it. It was just, it helped a lot with the upbeat tension and the suspense. Like, oh, actually, I just... know there were moments where I was like, ooh, I could feel myself getting amped. As in, like, so when you say, what did you think about the score? I couldn't sing you back anything. No, 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 like... no, 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 no. I just okay, loved how the score made me feel. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 I'm a trash person when it comes to music. I was just like, <laughs> music sound good, Gary, like. Um, but it, it, was, it was, I just remember thinking to myself, oh my God. And it was like, it was so much more interesting than what they do with some of the James Bond stuff and the, even some of the mm. like Jason Bourne stuff. It just, it felt like a part of the movie, which I just yeah. was really interested by. So I was like, who the fuck did this? Like, who the fuck did the score to The Foreigner? Yeah. And I was just like, and then I was like, it's a guy called Cliff Martinez. Do you know mm. who Cliff Martinez is? I do not. Well, I will say he did a load of movies that you wouldn't think, but like one of the ones I thought was really interesting was Drive. Which has a oh, phenomenal yeah, score, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's also done a lot of weird things in between there. I'm just look, trying to see if nice. like he did, uh, he did like the Lincoln Lawyer and oh. <laughs> um, like Wonderland and Grey's Anatomy. Uh, uh, no, Grey spelled with an A. It was a movie, apparently. I don't know. He's done a lot of weird stuff, but when I saw him the same guy who did Drive, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that makes yeah. sense." And because that like is a, a movie good... full of tension. Yes, and a good um, score Ugh, pun, but a good like uh, attribute of a movie score is it shouldn't be too intrusive you know mm. so the fact that i couldn't necessarily say anything bad about it i was like it was so seamless you know but yeah. i definitely do remember some scenes where i was like "Ooh, okay yeah things are happening let's do this let's yeah. do this let's do this you're just trying to get out of offending cliff martinez <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> huge cliff. listener of the pod <laughs> senor cliff actually i tell you what if you didn't know this was done by cliff martinez you're never getting daniel brown on your podcast because he's a big fan no! of drive <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm defending everyone but uh, basically going sorry. back to the plot we learn that his nephew was in the like not the raf but he was a royal irish regiment soldier you know blah 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 and we get the raid on jackie in the bnb which is the first like him being physical, the first, like, Jackie Chan physicality. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of Jackie Chan in these scenes, actually? I thought he was good. I like any Jackie Chan physicality because that's what he's, like, known for. Yeah. One or two times I thought his, like, oh, faces were a bit, like, yeah. <laughs> a big comic. But otherwise I was like, okay, no, I'm into this. What was the one where he, like, pushes against the wall of the banister of the stairs and, like, counterweights yes. the guy over the stairs? Loved that. Yeah. Um, I, I I thought it was okay. I I I wasn't like maybe I've been watching too much like stuntmen reacts on like <laughs> corridor crew. Where I've been watching a lot of good stunts, but I thought it was okay. But I realized it actually wasn't Jackie Chan's fault. Some of the editing was very quick, and it's it was yeah. most, when he's like on the outside. Remember he like he like slides down the pole at one point, and he's yeah. outside. There's like five cuts within like two seconds. It's really really actually forced. you're it's right. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very choppy. Yeah, so like, and there was some scenes where he lands, and the next shot is him already up. We don't see him like yes, physically yeah, get yeah. up. Um, so I thought like I don't think Jackie was was particularly bad in it. I just thought like no. the editing did him no favors at all, uh, which is a bit of a shame. But uh, no, like I I don't know what age he was was doing this. I know he was obviously aged up for the role, but like he still got it. He was still like Absolutely. I don't doubt any of it wasn't him like it was all oh, yeah. him. Like even him sliding on the outside of the building, I'm like that was him probably. I can tell you what age he is because. 
I looked up so throughout the movie uh, Pierce Brosnan's like he's an old man running circles around us like blah 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 and I was like what age is he? So Jackie Chan was 67 is 67 currently yeah so he was 63 yeah let's call it 63 do you know what age Pierce Brosnan is? I should I guess Pierce Brosnan is 63 now no, they're the exact same age. He's 67 oh, now. They're what? the same age. That's I was cool. like, I love that, that he's like this old man. And I'm like, you're the same age. I did not know that the same age. That's yeah, good. That's... I looked it up just because I found it funny that he was like this old man. And I was like, I mean, I don't think there's no, that much an age I, difference between but you. But I think Jackie Chan's sure character is supposed to be like, I, 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 Brosnan is definitely playing, is meant to be playing a younger character. And Jackie yeah. Chan's meant to be playing an older character. To throw a spanner into that, though, Jerry Adams is 72, so... <laughs> well, what I'm getting is that, like, Pierce Brosnan <laughs> actor would be like, you want me to play a 60-year-old? No, 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 I'm four, I'm 45. <laughs> no, Pierce, no, Pierce, this character is in his, like, I'm 45. <laughs> I haven't lost... Look at my nipples and how they glow in the moonlight and tell me I'm over 45. <laughs> when I say that I was involved in the IRA 30 years ago, I was 15, what <laughs> <of> it? <laughs> I was just a young lad with dreams. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, it's even cool how he escapes. I enjoy like when they're he's literally like smashing the tiles of the house. I love and stuff. that. Yeah, this he's really not going to take any chance hiding. He's like, no, I am digging my way out of here. I'm taking apart the roof if I have to. Yeah, and and like this is one of the things like I'll say about this movie where I I don't think it did anything amazing with the effects. There's that one no. shot later on which is in the trailers, which I think is a bit pointless. Remember where he like hides the guy with the camouflage leaves? Yeah, I'm just like why. But anyway, I, I like that's cool, but it doesn't make sense. But I was just like, I don't think there's really cool action in it. And th- my biggest problem with it was, I don't know how, but there was just an overriding sense of just ge- it being so generic, the movie. Yeah, no, I got that as well. There's, it like, just, it, I kind of zoned out a little bit in some of the action scenes. Yeah, but even like the plot towards the end was just very like... Yes, I, I've... We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But, um, we'll get there. but yeah, so but this is where basically Jackie Chan starts fucking with... They've come to attack him. He's like all out just fucking with them now. He like rigs up one of their cars to explode, but doesn't actually explode. He just wants them I to know that he can that. do that, which I thought he was just really like, fucking cool. He just basically sellotapes a load of wires to the petrol tank and you're like, amazing. Nothing's connected. There's yeah. nothing rigged, but he's just like... And he, he leaves a tiny little wanted. note in there that says names because he wants the names. This, this would be the beginning of a much different movie if it was just him thinking that would explode. <laughs> and he's really <laughs> bad at this. It's like Mr. Bean. He's just yeah. like, yeah, there we go. But what I like, we pivot here because there's not just two players. It's not just Jackie versus Pierce. We cut to the original bombers, the people who actually did set up. Ah, the the worst part of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, the the slowest part. But I was like, okay, I kind of like that there was a bit more dynamic and just like... Uh, there's the two 63 year olds complaining <laughs> the two 63 year olds running around uh, stop killing my men <laughs> tell me what I want stop killing my men was that either a Chinese or a Northern Irish that's accent? my old man impression <laughs> uh, but... I'm from China I was in the Vietnam War I was in the IRA <laughs> My next note that I will, I do want to point on, but it's completely out of order of wherever we are. I don't know. It's it's a fairly straightforward movie. Yes. There's a lot of just like action happening. Yeah. But I wrote Assassin's Creed, uh, sneaky hay kill in the stable where he's like hiding in like uh, the farm yes. and the guy comes up towards like the stable door and he literally just pops up like Ezio and is like, Fup! and just like, kills him. And I was like, Love yeah, because like, so basically that. like Pierce retreats to like his stable house in the woods. <laughs> 
I don't know. And, yeah, he, has like uh, a, he has a country house. A country house, that's, thank you. Just <laughs> one stable, he's just in he's a horse a box. <laughs> making coffee. Pierce, come out of there. Nay. <laughs> I just took a drink. Uh, but, um, so yeah, they start, they start, inve- they, so yeah, they, they start um, hunkering down in this sort of country house, but Jackie's kind of like keeping tabs on them. He's, again, he's not really doing anything. He's just kind of like attacking uh, it's just like he's picking them off and like, like, hey, I can get to you, but just like tell me what I want. And all he wants is the names of people who did this, and he's just very adamant about it. I like that he doesn't kill everyone because, mm. like, in a lesser movie, it'd be very easy to just be like, bang, 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 shoot, 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 like headshot, headshot, whatever. It's all fatal. But he's more like smart than that, you know. He's really planning it. He doesn't want to do unnecessary violence or unnecessary yeah. <laughs> necessary violence, unnecessary death. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it also sends a message because if he just killed them all, I don't think that's as threatening to Pierce, mm. you know? But the fact that he's like letting them live and like showing what he is capable of is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, because it's this cool thing of like, they send like, so, so Jackie ends up like camping out in the woods, like outside the country house and... It's great because they let's say they send like four guys in there and then Jackie like picks them all off one by one yeah. um, and just, like through various traps and stuff. Again, not fatal, not fa- not lethal, but like enough to kind of stop them. And then yeah. he's like, oh, we need to send more people in. And then they do- and then it gets to the point where Pierce Brosnan and, oh, there's some Irish actor. What is his name? Um, he's really familiar looking. He's in uh, he's in Game of Thrones. He Which plays one, who do you the play? guy that stabs. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, one of the henchmen, yeah. He looks so I familiar. So it's Michael McElhatton. You'd know him to see. Um, but he's in like, he's in, oh my God, I forgot. He's in Justice League. He's in Game of Thrones. He's in The Fall. He's in, like, he's in a load of stuff, but he's like, mm. he's an Irish actor. He's not super famous. But I, I know him from this sketch show called... Um, <laughs> Auntie Donna. Uh, no, not Auntie Donna. It's, uh, it's uh, called Your Bad Self. It's an RTE sketch show. Oh, it's, I've seen bits of it. It's really, really funny. But I've only seen him as like a. I've seen like I know him from that, and I find him yeah. like a comedian. So when I see him doing hand to hand combat with Jackie Chan, I just find that hilarious that, yeah. that that we live in a world where that where that could happen. That's probably the highlight of his life. He's like, I am a comedic actor, but oh my god, oh my god, it's Jackie Chan! <laughs> yeah. It's Jackie Chan! <laughs> so what's happening then with like the bombers and like oh, because Brosnan's missus then has to they they move her to London then. Yes, so they're like, okay, we weren't safe in, in Belfast. I presume that's where they were when his office was bombed. So they go to the farm. The farm gets bombed a load. And his wife... They mention that they have a daughter constantly. And we see, never meet the daughter. See, this is what I thought would have been really interesting. Whereas, like, just Jackie says earlier on in the movie, like, hey, what if this was your daughter? And I'm like, oh my God, what if the roles were reversed where Jackie threatens Pierce's daughter and, like... Mm. Is like, hey, you. If you don't tell me where what happened to my daughter, I'll kill like, something like this. Yeah, and she's just never seen. And I had never, to, never. They reference her the first constantly. time I watched it, I was like, I wonder if they'll bring her. Like, I was like, maybe I missed it. And I watched this, and I'm like, no. They mentioned she's also in London, but we don't see her. Yes, because even more than that, they're like, okay, Mary. Of course, his wife's called Mary. They're like, Mary, you're not safe here. We're gonna put you up in Kerry's flat, which is his daughter. They're like, you're gonna go to Kerry's flat in London. And I was like, oh, we're gonna meet the daughter. Nope. No. no. But what I really enjoyed was, uh, I have it down, I've written down here where she's like, it's not safe here, uh, Liam, at all. It's not safe at all. I, I, I could be killed. This is dangerous. He's, he's, uh, there's just been a bomb. It's too dangerous. And then proceeds to, like, 
get in her nightie and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Angrily like, turns She's just like, it's sleep. too dangerous and good night to you. Just like, <laughs> but I leave. need my eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave. If this is dangerous, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, cars can drive at night as well. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we do cut every now and again back to the like actual bombers, the authentic IRA. The authentic and IRA. And basically all we need to know about them is that they are targeting as another case. They want to do another bombing. And uh, we find out that Jerry's... Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> that will happen consistently. I'm very yeah. sorry. Pierce is set up like, okay, they gave a code word the first time. So what we're going to do now is change the code words for a different like kind of factions and yeah. then whoever phones in with that code word, we know who was informed. We can track where it was. Uh, so we see them. They're getting ready to um, get someone who's going to be on a plane. And it is the journalist who we meet at the beginning. Uh, they're targeting him, the guy who got yeah. the call, the tip off about the authentic IRA. So, yeah. So, so she he's kind of cozied up to with this um, girl called Maggie. Is that her name? Yes. Yes. Well... <laughs> Well, but that's, yeah, that's what we think her name is, sorry. And, um, because she, that's the, that's the girl we see Brosnan with at the beginning of the movie. Um, who's not his wife. Who's not his wife. Who who's looks a lot Mary. like his wife. Yeah, I found that also confusing at first. I was like, what? But then, he's when got he's a with type. this, he's got a type. And when he's with her, uh, he gets a call from his wife. And you're yeah. like, oh, he's a cheat. He's doing a cheat. <laughs> and then you learn he's he, he has affiliations with the IRA and you're like oh no oh no it's really going downhill for this guy <laughs> my god I hope he doesn't sound like Jerry Ann. oh no oh no he's got those little round spectacles oh no yeah so we kind of see her as like Brosnan kind of him and her kind of like have a relationship but then also we realise that she's affiliated is this the point where we realise she's affiliated with the bombers then the authentic IRA yes so God, I hate this trope. She does like the tough girl trope at the bar. So we the see her just Oh my god, the whiskies. So this the journalist is at a bar, so we know we kinda know that maybe she's targeting him and he's she's like flirting with him or whatever, and she's like, Oh, you should really have a man's drink. She's like, I'll have two Jemisons, single malt. I'm just like, you can get that in Tesco for twenty quid. Literally. <laughs> but like uh, it's it's a I, I looked nice it up and I I just wanted to make sure I'm like Hey, is the normal Jemison single malt? I'm like, oh, it is. What's yeah. she talking about? What yeah, whiskey was like he your, drinking? It's <laughs> just your bog standard Jemison. He was just having water in a whiskey tumbler. Uh, <laughs> so she orders she orders two. Oh, but she's a tough girl. So she pours them into one glass and drinks it all herself. Because she's tough. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> Does she, is that where it kind of ends or do they chat? Oh, uh, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I'm just this, like, this is so Boo. chilling. <laughs> it's not even a C plot. It's like an X plot. It <laughs> is because oh, there was another plot before this where the nephew's talking to the chief of the police, being like, oh, "Hey, yeah. oh, because he talks about the code names. He's the one who relays that information yes. to the police about the code names." Uh, and all I have written down for this scene was, "Hey, that's the set from Thor 2. Yes, it's the Greenwich. <laughs> it's yeah. in Greenwich. Yes. That's the only thing I have. Yeah, it's the worst because I just have all my notes for anything that's not Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan. Um, I just have like the most pointless notes taken down. Same, I have brought to you by Toyota because there's a lot of Toyotas. Oh, is there? I didn't notice the Toyotas. Yeah. And I have another one coming up. But uh, the other thing I have is Leaf Blanket and Punji Spike, which is um, (laughs) Jackie's like. Jackie in the Woods. Jackie in the Woods and his clear like Viet Cong training, which is very cool. Once he was in the woods, I was like, ooh, okay, we're going to see 
some sort of like guerrilla warfare. But I was like, I suppose, I guess he didn't have time to dig tunnels under the farmhouse like the Ah, <laughs> uh, what? I know, <laughs> His right? daughter he... just died. He should be putting his... T- Come on. Put some effort into it, Jackie. Get those 67, 63-year-old arms working and dig some tunnels, damn it. But yeah, so he sets off like a tripwire and he's hiding under blankets of leaves. The leaf blanket is hard to believe because you're like, that's a proper... What? It just seems pointless in my opinion. It's Why are you hiding the body? Also- that, but also, like, it's so big. I'm like, how did you have time to, like, weave this leaf? You could have been digging tunnels in the meantime. <laughs> you could have been digging tunnels, damn it. And he does. There is another trap he sets, which is a Viet Cong one called, like, Something's Gate, where it, like, sweeps out, <laughs> like, sweeps someone's legs out from under them. Yeah. Um, but that was cool. And then he just, yeah, does more kick ass stuff. And, so this... Oh, yeah, and he gets stabbed. Oh, by... yes, he just gets stabbed. Yeah, um, by, uh,. That actor, I have the name of uh, Michael McElhatton. Uh, I'm definitely pronouncing. I feel like an American who doesn't know all these Irish names. Oh my god, I'd love to go to Ireland. Oh my god, have you ever seen Michael McElhatton in The Foreigner? <laughs> in The Foreigner. <laughs> in the Foreigner. Um, but yeah, so uh, we eventually see that the nephew gets sent into the woods after Jackie. But before that, he makes after speaking to the chief of police, he makes one more stop off while he's in L- London. Yes, he does. Ew, it's the worst. Ew, it's the worst. He goes to, like, check up on his auntie. And they're fucking, and it's really gross. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. Because she also says, like, oh, what's my favourite nephew doing in London? And you're like, ew, yeah, literally, thank you. You're like, don't draw attention to it, Jesus Christ. Because also, there's, like, a point where he, like, you know, the usual stuff, which is very athletic. I don't know many men who are doing this. This is only in movies where they're like picking you up, throwing you against the wall. Their profiles were identical. They look so similar that it really made me quite upset. They both have like dark curly hair. And I was like, ew, it looks like they're related. It's the worst. Um, but it does, it does a good job of being like, being like, I don't know. Somewhat despising them more than the IRA. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have a new villain in this. <laughs> new villain in this. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it's weird. But yeah, so we see that and uh, the nephew gets recalled back to Hunter and Jackie in the woods. He goes mm. in there. And... Don't forget, though, he gets a call from his loving uncle, uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, to tell him about the code name changes. Yes. And his doting aunt hears this and she's like oh they need someone powerful in charge like you your uncle's not powerful anymore how and we can see that she's like trying to influence him Mm. uh, which is ugh, just gross (laughs) yeah because another thing is that she has a bit of resentment towards pierce because her brother died um because when she calls him at the very beginning of the movie when he's with the the other lady they all look the same they all have brown hair (laughs) like i have their names but i can tell you like there's Maggie and Mary. Maggie and Mary. So when they look the same and have the same type of name, what do you, what do you want from us? <laughs> He's a simple man, is Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when she calls uh, to interrupt their rendezvous, she's like, "Oh, it's my brother's twentieth anniversary." Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, they're 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 gonna they're gonna do a mass for him. So you know, <laughs> hitting those Irish vibes early. You know, <laughs> only to be complimented with the real whiskey that is Jemison Single Malt. Um, <laughs> But um, but yeah, so like that, so we kind of get an idea that she has some resentments towards uh, Liam uh, Pierce or Jerry, whatever we want to call him. <laughs> this is gonna be terrible for anyone listening. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And um, and so the nephew goes back, hunts down Jackie, doesn't do a very successful job of it. Um, I think the only other interesting thing from this scene that I have kind of a note for was um, 
know when Jackie tries to cauterize his wound with the knife and like mm, puts it yeah. up and it looks very CGI. I don't know if you, I don't know, it just it didn't it, look yeah, right. Yeah, it didn't look, yeah. But it's just funny because there's another movie I did for the Bronson O'Brien birthday Bronson Bonanza, which was Seraph and Falls. And on that podcast, I talk about how that knife looked so realistic. It's yeah. hopefully that movie from 2006 can look way more realistic than a movie than 2017. Yeah. Although, like, I don't know what they had to do on set for that, but it just looked phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not cheap to get Jackie Chan. <laughs> so no, that like... is true. Uh, oh, actually, I, I, I think I had something on the budgets. Did I? I don't know how much he got paid for it, but... Yeah, because the budget was the budget was thir- I have here the budget was thirty five million dollars, mm-hmm. which actually doesn't seem too bad when you consider the movie. It's like absolutely when you think a lot of it probably went to the actors. Um, yeah. it's not the worst, but it actually t- worldwide it made one hundred and forty five million dollars. So it was actually okay. quite a good success. Uh, in terms of like production budget, I know the guy, the director got two million dollars. I don't okay. know how much Pierce got, but like yeah, I imagine. But see, I I could see. I don't know. I think because it's so it's such a welcomed like I don't know what Jackie Chan's doing now. I know he's there's another there's supposed to be another Shanghai movie coming out. Uh-huh. Um but like I feel like as he gets older, I imagine he wants to transition to less actiony roles and I feel like he yeah. would have welcomed this as like, hey, here's me doing a bit more of a dramatic role so I won't yeah, ask yeah. for as much money. So I think um, he's doing more directing these days as well. Oh, is he? he I imagine more, like, I'm, directing and producing, yeah. I'm oh that's cool. I'm, I imagine he does some I didn't look into it, but I imagine he has some like uh, influence on like the stunt schools over oh, yeah, I'd say so. there as well but yeah so the next note i have here is something about because that so after the nephew comes back from the woods and it's nighttime jackie kind of infiltrates the house is this where we go into pierce's office yes and he wants to get his dog to come up for the night it's yeah i this is where <gasps> i thought jackie you've gone too far yes i said not the dog that's too far because you it's really good. It's great dog acting. I don't know that it might be a dummy, but it could be some excellent dog acting. Where he could, Pierce comes in in his lovely night like robe and is like, ah, come on, Charlie. And we've seen this dog throughout at the farm. He's like, come on. He's like, come on, Charlie. Up. Up you get. And yeah. you're just like, oh. and there's just this little body on the floor. And I was like, no. So then uh, Jackie comes out of a cupboard with yeah. a gun. And he's like, did you kill my dog? <laughs> Whoa, like, no. dude! <laughs> Whoa! Blow up as many of my men as you want. How many dogs did the IRA dog? kill? Zero. That is too far. <laughs> That's too far. But then he says, "Like, no, he's he's just sleeping." And yeah. uh, I think the entire world breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thank God, the dog's not dead." <laughs> but again, it's this like still waters run deep thing. Jackie yeah. is like, "I'm not going to kill the dog, but I could." Yes. And he knows this. Yeah. And you're just like, damn. Yeah, and this is where this is where Pierce then like Jackie's just like, tell me now. Is Jackie wearing a bomb at this at this point? Yes, yes. So he's, he's like, I will blow up this whole fucking thing if you don't fucking tell me. He goes, Look, look, look. Oh, we have this plan with the code names, we're gonna be able to find out because like you said earlier, there's different factions, because uh, 'cause they've all got these like dumps with different like bits of um Like X I R A. Yeah. Yeah, with like guns and explosives and stuff. Uh, and there's one of them. Brosnan kind of interrogates about explosives earlier on in the movie. Yes, so he's called McGrath, is all I remember. So McGrath comes over. Oh, that's it, they were able to trace the bombs. They were like, I don't know how this works. I don't know how, like, explosive forensics works. But they That's were like, exactly oh. what someone in the IRA would say, sir. <laughs> Fluent and Irish, you say. You say, oh, how suspicioso. <laughs> but though the police are like, we were able to... St- say that the explosive was Semtex 
And my God, was this movie brought to you by Sentinels. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it would make a great drinking game. Not, 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 from, not from explosives, purely by the mention of it. <laughs> exactly. But like, you could just drink every time they say Semtex and be going wild. I had to Google it. It is just a type of explosive. It's like a brand name oh, of yeah. explosive. You haven't played enough uh, Call of Duty, clearly. I have not. I play <laughs> other games that are much uh, calmer. <laughs> and yeah, so McGrath's like... Um, that's my Semtex. Oh no, that's a Jerry. Jerry. Pierce was able to track the Semtex specifically to this guy, McGrath. And he's like, are you calling me a traitor? Are you blah, blah, blah. You're going to get me strung up by everyone. And then, what's he do? McGrath tries to threaten him, does he? He's like calling Pierce a traitor and you used to be all about like actual change and blah, blah, blah. And then Pierce is just kind of like, this is like, this is where Pierce is kind of just like, look, we, we found a better way of doing this, but don't forget, there's actually a great comparison here. So one of the, one of the things about this is that like, yes, Pierce Brosnan is based on Northern Ireland, Irish, Irish politicians, Jerry Adams and Martin McGuinness, uh, because mm-hmm. Adams was actively involved in the IRA or the Irish Republican movement, although he denies having any, uh, denies having been a member of the IRA. <laughs> and I love INDB puts here, open bracket, a claim contested by many, close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he later became the leader of Sinn Féin and, yeah, blah, blah, blah. but he, basically where the Martin McGuinness comparison comes from is the fact that Martin McGuinness was the deputy first minister of Northern Ireland but also he's referred to as the butcher uh, of the bog side and in this Pierce, Pierce, calls, Pierce calls himself the butcher of the bog side um, when he goes like don't you forget who I am I, I'm the butcher of the bog side I don't know if he says that to McGrath or he um, does yeah, yeah. it's the nephew I couldn't remember but like yeah so you kind of get there don't fucking fuck with me McGrath no, yeah, because McGrath's getting a bit big for his boots. And yeah. then Pierce is like right-hand man. I don't know if he has a name, but he's like, oh, I followed your you wife mean to Michael Hatton? Michael Martin Hatton. <laughs> <laughs> he follows Pierce's wife to uh, London to like make sure she's okay. That's what Pierce says. And he's like, your nephew showed up at the hotel. Goes to her room for... Two, two hours, hours. Yeah. and it's just, and Pierce's face is just like oh and everyone goes <laughs> oh <laughs> and then he's like so your nephew comes out and like a half an hour later your wife comes down and what does she do she goes and phones Hugh McGrath and you're just like oh she's tipping off everyone because she's horny for power mm. and she's like your your uncle doesn't do it for me anymore I need a new young man <laughs> And yeah, just speaking of McGrath, uh, which I, I was just looking up as actor because he looks so familiar. Uh, my God, is he in? He is in a lot of things that you wouldn't expect. Again, this is one of these things that parts of the podcast where Gary finds something interesting, and it's not too sure whether he'll leave it in the podcast because only I find it interesting. Um, so Paul McGrath is played by a guy called Dermot Crowley, who's from Cork. And so one of the first, one, the third movie he's listed as being in was Return of the Jedi, uh, oh. as General Crix uh, Madin. Uh, then the next movie he was in that year was 1983's Octopussy, a James Bond movie. He's also went on to do um, Son of the Pink Panther, Babel, uh, Mrs. Brown's Boy, the movie, uh, <laughs> The Foreigner, Black 47. And for what I recognize him for, it was uh, The Death of Stalin, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, if anyone mm. has seen it, I would recommend. But he's also in things like The Bill, Father Ted, Luther. Like, this guy's been yeah. in everything. I just thought it was really... I, he looks really Irish actors are clearly just, like, under the radar because we seem to be everywhere. <laughs> it's like how the guy who played Nidge in Love, Hate was, like, Ebony Maw from Avengers Endgame. Like, it just makes oh, no yeah. sense <laughs> how we get to these places. And you're just um, like, all right, I guess. <laughs> if um, you say so. So, yeah, so is this the point then where... Oh, so McGrath then shows up to... 
the country house then after Jackie's infiltration. Yes, because Jackie says like uh, Pierce, you see Pierce like properly get scared, you know, at Jackie's threat, and he has the bomb, and he has a gun to his head. Like I need these names, and he's like, I don't know them. Like I genuinely don't know them, but we're figuring it out. Blah blah blah. And Jackie's like, you've got 24 hours. He's like, what if it, a bomb doesn't go off in that time? He's like, well, you've got 24 hours. And Jackie goes back to the forest. And McGrath comes over. I can't remember why. Does a bomb go off before this? Yes, the bus bomb. The bus bomb. The bus bomb. A bomb goes off on the London Bridge uh, on a double-decker bus. And we see Maggie. We don't see her planted, but we see her come off the bus that it that eventually explodes and she gets on the motorbike of the guy who set the initial bomb yeah uh because that's this is the bit where so they they, they the bomb goes off and the uh, the british go, uh, the british police are able to trace it all back they can find that mcgrath met up with maggie and mcgrath like they they, they, they they this is what bothered me though because they were like we found some cctv footage from a dublin pub i'm like how the fuck did you get like i understand like the british government can like you know get this sort of footage but i'm like if you went in to, I don't know, Grogan's, and was like, hey, can I have your CCD footage? I'm from the British police. They tell you to fuck right off. Oh, right off. Yeah, no, th- this I, this brushed me up the wrong way as well, I remember. Because they were like, oh, this pub is a known IRA hangout. And I'm like, just one? All right. And they're like, we've had it under surveillance for months. And I'm like, are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to just go into another country and be like, yeah. I think some, like, regional terrorists are here but me the british police we're just going to record everything i like to think that they got confused and meant to say belfast because belfast would have made sense that would have made much more sense but they're I don't like know no what... it's a dublin pub yeah so they they kind of work it all together and they work it all what the connections are and i think yeah. one of them call and i that's another important thing obviously is that they don't give a code name so that's how they yes. know. So that's how Brosnan, the, the chief of police kind of rings Brosnan's like, hey, they didn't give a code name this time. And they were like, well, how what are you playing at? Yeah, how the fuck they know about the code names? And then he's like, well, my, my nephew was in the room for two hours with um my wife. My wife then rang McGrath for that. McGrath clearly, McGrath's Semtex was missing. McGrath's helping the bombers or the authentic yeah. IRA. Yeah. So McGrath then pays a visit to Brosnan for some unknown reason. But, uh, I think to threaten him, probably. Yes. And Brosnan gets a call from the chief of police being like, hey, by the way, we have all this connecting to you and we see McGrath's coming your way, so you better get some information on the bombers. Otherwise, we are going to uh, arrest you. Or Oh, because uh, he's still a politician, so they, they're like, we're able to like you know take it all off you. And just about, like, exactly, yeah. They're like hovering over the country house. They have like yeah. GPS and cameras and everything. So this is my, one of my favourite scenes of Brosnan then, when he kind of like, <gasps> interrogates yes. McGrath. So good. So good. My, my only note I have here is so Brazen starts threatening him with a gun and you're not too sure if he's going to shoot it or not. Uh, yeah. But there's a bit where he shoots him in the knee and he's like, ah, yes. why would you do it? He goes, that's me being nice. Yes, and then he forces him to write a list of names while his knee is obliterated. I love it. It's so good. It's so, But this is what I, this is what I, re- and this is the point where I was like, man, Brazen is a scary motherfucker in this movie. Yes. He is fucking terrifying in this. Um, and it's just like, what I would have loved to see, when you compare this to another movie we hopefully going to be doing this month is Dino the Day, where he's playing this like charming, smiling, Harry getting on James Bond. Yeah. And you see this and you're like, man, what? Like when you look at how Daniel Craig is with the James Bond, I know it's not a James Bond podcast, but how can you not? No. But like, <laughs> imagine that sort of like tenacity and just sheer yeah. aggression in the James Bond character. And it's so funny that you see that in Brosnan nearly like 20 years or like 10, 10, 15 years after he's finished playing James Bond. I thought yeah. that was really fucking cool. 
Yeah, he's like getting to stretch those kind of muscles that he yeah. didn't get to do as James Bond. And only yeah. could do in a Jerry Adams accent. <laughs> Absolutely. The Northern Irish accent just changed him. But um, this is where the movie kind of lets us know if we didn't notice already. Uh, gives the names of the bombers. They're like, it's four lads, which I was like, four lads? They all look the fucking same. I thought there was like two of them. <laughs> but there's apparently two that there's I'm aware of. of <laughs> yeah, literally. But apparently there's the there's one with the burn them. mark on his hand and another. <laughs> Yeah, and the guy on the the guy with the brown hair who's actually dating the woman. So anyway, ah, yes. so he goes. He says there's four men and a woman. The woman is Maggie Dunn, who is the other woman that he was cheating on Mary with. So it's like, oh no, she was using me or something. Literally, <laughs> everyone in my life that I had any sort of connection with has backstabbed yeah. me in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> Very busy 24 hours. My dog is still unconscious somewhere. <laughs> I know McGrath's dead on the carpet, but my dog is still my asleep. My dog is asleep. My cousin, my nephew is fucking my wife, who apparently hates me more than wives should. And then this girl I've been sleeping with turns out to be in colludes with my wife nephew alliance. Oh I've had a long day. There is, there is an Asian man in my woods who will not Covered stop. Covered in bombs. Just... Not stop blowing shit up. <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Amazing. But then, yeah, this is where the focus turns a lot more on the bombers and you're like, ugh. Yeah. I guess we have to. We have to tie up this loose thread. But uh, they're like, the bombers are like, oh yeah, we've chosen our next target. It's going to be this guy, the journalist. Like, Maggie's got it all under control or whatever. And they make a bomb that's a laptop battery that she's going to mm-hmm. change with his laptop battery so that when he's on the plane, it blows up and it's all blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> uh, so she's... Uh, she goes home with him. She sleeps with the journalist so that she has she can sneak this bomb. And I don't know if you've <laughs> picked up on this, but I did. I was very offended by this. They sleep together, whatever. And he asks her, did you come? <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, did you make her come? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> if you have to ask, there's a good chance... <laughs> And I was just like, He's a journalist. He's just trying to get the facts. There's no, <laughs> no time for assumptions in this game. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's like, I need you a need, first hand account. You need witness statements. <laughs> I need to hear it from the horse's mouth. Did you come? And she's like, no. She basically just says like, no. Uh, and he's yeah, like, so well, tough shit. Gotta, I'm going to go wash my armpits. <laughs> I'm going to go wash my armpits and go to Rome. See you later. <laughs> Hi, Ian Wood here, first responder. Did you come last night? <laughs> His surname oh. is Wood. You'd expect him to have better game. Ew. But I'm just like, why was that added? Why was that kept in? I was like, it just... Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so so this is where the movie... Yeah, it turns more to the bombers. Uh, we kind of get the scene where the police know where the bombers are now because uh, Pierce Brosnan's passed that information along because he's still trying to get those pardons. Uh, yes. Jackie now knows where the bombers is because he got that list off. Um... The nephew? Oh, he got it from oh. the nephew because Pierce texts it to the nephew, tells the nephew to go and try and find Jackie to try and st- at least stop one problem in his life. <laughs> yeah. Or is it... I? No, it's from... Because Pierce... Wait, at what point does Jackie take a picture of Pierce and Maggie in the rest... 
Oh, that's much earlier. Oh, that's much earlier. And then he gives back, back in yeah, London. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, you're fine. So, yeah, so he has so, a picture of him with his mistress that he's going to use to frame. Uh, yeah, Pierce. So Jackie then, so Jackie then knows where this is, and the police are trying to launch a sort of a um, like a SWAT, a, a SWAT invasion of the like the apartments, trying to just uh, apprehend them, but also trying to get because they don't know the bomb is going to go on the on the plane. So, but yeah. while all this is happening and there's a very sort of covert uh, operation, Jackie just shows up as like a repairman, being like. There's a gas leak. I'm here to fix it. <laughs> oh, so good. He's just like, has a uniform from somewhere and just shows up, goes to the landlady or the manager of the apartment building and is like, oh, I got a call from the company. You know, I've heard, I was told that there was a leak. I need to check all the apartments. And again, he's just so smart. He's like, not going in all guns blazing like the SWAT team. He's like, no, we're going to do this quietly, unassumingly. Uh, but they don't trust him one fucking inch. <laughs> as soon yeah. as he comes in, they're all on edge. And they're like, put your bag on the table. And he has like, he has a gun in the bag, but he still just does hand-to-hand combat with all five of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favourite bit is when he's Ninja Jackie for a sec. And it's a bit from the <laughs> oh, trailer yeah. where the guy turns the corner, looks, Jackie's not there, camera pans up, Jackie's like perched up like in the <laughs> like a, Like a daddy long legs. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. Uh, again, the action's not phenomenal, but it's still, like, it's well-paced and the editing's yeah. a bit poo, but, like, it, it gets the message across. My favourite bit in this was when some guy gets a TV crunched <gasps> over his head. Yes, exactly. He's not karate chopping, he's not whatevering, he just picks up a flat-screen TV oh and, like, a lawn chair, like, oh a deck God. chair just hits him. And I, I was like, yes! But what I loved about it was... The TV didn't just hit him and then he fell. Like, it literally bent over his skull. Around his... Oh. And I don't know how they did this. And I'm just like, someone got hit by a TV here. Yeah. Like, they had someone to. Someone was like, Jackie, it would be an honour if you would please batter me with this, <laughs> with this LCD screen. <laughs> Can you sign my skull scars? <laughs> Can you sign my x-rays from when I need to go to hospital after this? <laughs> uh, so he kills... All the men does he in this shootout? Yeah, because because uh, Jackie's told that the guy with the burn ha- burn mark on his hand was yes. the person to set off that bomb, so he kills yes. him quite ruthlessly, but leaves uh, Maggie alive yes. uh, because she didn't and... technically do anything. Yeah. Well, she did, she then... was she wasn't the one responsible for it. She was, but she then... wasn't the one that did it. Yeah, she didn't like pull the trigger. Uh, so she, then he leaves her alive. The SWAT team like descend, and in the same. 20 seconds he just walks out that door and he gets in the lift and he gets out of there and so the SWAT team don't even know he was ever there they just know that something happened yeah and this oh I was like this is a bit uncomfortable obviously she's the bad guy like we don't like Maggie here but they're just very brutal with her yeah I was like because she's like of course I'm not gonna fucking say anything and they're meant to be like I mean, this is controversial. We're not going to get into the politics of policing yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. But, like, you know, the Metropolitan Police Force are meant to be at least somewhat neutral in this situation. Yeah. But straight away, they're just, like, beating her. They're going to... They implicitly exec- uh, electrocute her. Um, and you're just like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're, I, like, they, like, poke her in her stab wound. And you're yeah. just like, ooh, this is not fun. <laughs> so, yeah, again, don't want to get into the whole policing thing. But, like, it is... At this point in time, they don't know where this bomb is, and they're still true, trying to get true. this information. Do they do this this way? No, but I think what the movie's trying to convey anyway that time is of the essence. They yeah, do the something urgency. at the they do something at the end of this, which I think alludes that they were they were going too far with this beforehand because mm-hmm. they eventually get the information. They know it's on the plane. 
this reporter has it, which leads to what I think is the funniest movie of the uh, yes. funniest scene of the movie. It's not; it's meant to be dramatic, but there's just something so comedic about it. It was so slapsticky, but yeah. So, so the funny. point that you're making is someone uh, up to the police like radios in and says, uh, "Leave no loose ends" or something like, "No, no survivors." Yeah, and they just shoot her. They just straight up shoot her. Yeah, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah, Christ, that's I, like again." You I know need she's to, like, a bad guy. No, yeah, no, she needs to, like, have a court. Like, because we don't know. She could a have been forced trial? to do it. Yeah, for a fair trial. But, like, she is executed, which means that, like, okay, yeah, these were biased policemen. Like, this was a yes. biased police force who were just yeah, in so it to, far, like, take these people out. Yeah, because so far we've only seen her be complicit in things. So, like, she didn't make the bomb. She didn't actually kill anyone. All she's done is slept with the journalist and slept with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a crime. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a bit, again, this, this movie kind of leads with, you know, there's no, nobody's, nobody's really doing the right thing. Yeah. Everyone's just doing what they feel they should do. So whether it's it's Jackie, yeah, it's like like Jackie feels like he needs to take revenge. It's not the right thing to do, but that's what he feels like he needs to get done. And same with the bombers, same with the the authentic IRA, same with the nephew who just (laughs) feels like the moment in time he needs to fuck his aunt and just things like this yeah. uh, but I do want to talk about this airport scene because I just have oh absolutely please oh, do so but good. I would just before you get oh, into sorry. it it is really from this point and the airport scene is a perfect example of this where it just it stops it's not as good this is where all yeah. the weaknesses start kind of cropping up in the movie where you're like this is a weak ending it doesn't end with a good dramatic kind of punch to it yeah the pun, but it's just like it kind of ends very flat yeah, and it starts here where they identify they get from they must get from her the name of the guy, uh, Ian Wood, <laughs> cat, <laughs> woman disappointer <laughs> that he has the laptop, and they go find him at the bad end. bed in Wood. Is a bad bed in Wood here? Is <laughs> a shit cock Ian Wood here? Uh, but yeah, there's these policemen literally running through a terminal. They're like Ian Wood, Ian Wood, Ian Wood. Not even the intercom, just these three, no. police, like, three, like, officials running through. And it's funny because he's got headphones in, so you don't know if, like, there's literally going to be, like, a mass, like, um, massacre because this guy was jamming out to tunes in his head. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, because it's, it was timed, they were like, it's timed perfectly to go off when he's on the plane. But then we find out that the plane's been delayed, so which he's is just great. still I in the terminal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's great. And then what happens then is they figure out it's Ian Wood, they get his laptop, and it's so funny. They just run... <laughs> For what feels like 10 minutes through a terminal. Oh my god. There's no emergency exit. You don't just shoot the glass and throw the laptop out. There's life yes, at stake. thank you. There's huge windows everywhere where they could have thrown this laptop out. This explosive out. Yeah. And they decide to run probably 800 meters. Her <laughs> jumping over benches like and falls people. over at some point as well. <laughs> and like there shows a like ridiculous clock that's like counting down yeah you know in the airport and then they finally throw it into one of those like i want to say galley tunnels that like yeah where you the like board a plane. plane yeah yeah they just throw it in there so it's not in the terminal it's not in the plane and it blows up there apparently i saw on the imdb mm. did you see this on the imdb that whatever time is left between the bomb going off in movie they actually made the scene that long as well oh, it was meant to be, i think there was like 22 seconds left or something and I the like scene that. is 22 seconds and i'm like nice i like that i wish movies did a better job of displaying that because you'll never know yeah. if it's accurate you'll only know yeah. if it's going on too long but i would yes. like something like a literal 
not like a literal clock in the bottom left hand corner of a movie no. but like something I don't know like if something with a score like a lit, like a literal ticking and you Ooh, know if you cool. counted like 22 yeah. ticks like that was it I don't know I wish there was some way of conveying it better because you never know the music like, would be like, a great way of doing that yeah like yeah. that there's like a horn blast or something yeah. not a horn blast like <laughs> <"Wah."> <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just. I, I don't know. I think, I think they were going for high tension with the scene and just really didn't come across. And it then they were very silly. Yeah, and then it kind of, and then like you say, it all kind of just winds down quite flat. Where Jackie then, um, you know, goes back to his restaurant in London and is just like doing the dishes, and it's just like, yeah, that's the end of that. He doesn't really talk about anything there. Um, the nephew kills the aunt. Yep, he just shows up to the apartment in London and shoots her in the head. Like, he wasn't explicitly told to do this, of course not. But uh, Pierce's last last words to him when he finds out that his nephew was fucking his wife is like, just go back to New York, son. Yeah. Which I kind of like. He's kind of saying, like, don't mess with me. Please just get out of here. Yeah. So he's like, okay, all right, better go shoot Auntie Mary, I guess. Yeah. Um, which you would imagine that's what Pierce probably... I don't know, like, I would have been cool if Pierce had been, like, go to, like, kill her. Like, yeah. I, I, that would have been a bit more, more sinister. But, again, doesn't feel like a right ending for her. Doesn't feel like a right ending for the nephew. And yeah. I suppose how the movie does end, then, is when Pierce is then, gets a phone call from Jackie being like, oh, what the fuck happens here with this thing? So this is when, oh, no. Wait, when's the bit? It doesn't end with this. Oh, it doesn't end with this. Does Jackie then infiltrate his house once again? No, so before, Jackie going to the restaurant is the very last thing. Oh, sorry. So there, You're but, okay. Where's the bit? So where's the bit where Jackie goes into? It's I only. It's the last note I have, which is why I thought it was oh, the end right. of the movie. Which is bad guy Brosnan exposed. When does that happen? Um, that happens. I think after he's. I can't remember what happens between them, but it's after he sends his nephew away. Uh, then we see. Is it still in the house or is he back in London? Or That's is he like the fuck I'm trying to fucking remember. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, so Pierce is in some dark room and Jackie comes in after shooting all of them. Oh, it must be London because that's where Jackie killed everyone. Anyway, he finds Pierce somewhere. He's killed everyone. And, you know, which is fair. He's not just going to take it there. He's not just going to kill the people who killed his daughter. Yeah. He's going to ruin this man's life. So he has that photo of him uh, with Maggie at the restaurant and he forces Pierce Brosnan to send it, which is yeah. great. He's like, send the picture. So it goes out all over the internet and whatever. I think, does the prime ministerial lady call him after this? Call Pierce to oh, be like... Yeah, because they're like, hey, we we have a picture of you with the, we have a picture with you with the girl. The girl's connected to the bombs. We have you now. So like your pardons yeah. can get... I think, I think she still gives the pardons, but she's like, yeah, you're like, ours now. Yeah, in return, like, you're my bitch. And she says this ridiculous line, which I had to write down. She says, I say jump, you say where. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the saying. It's, I say jump, you say how high. Not where. <laughs> <laughs> where. Where am I jumping? <laughs> Slide to the left. <laughs> Slide to the right. Crisscross. When I say crisscross, you say, <laughs> everybody clap your hands. <laughs> Um, but yeah so yeah I, I guess I, so is that so the movie kind of so Brosnan's kind of character ends up with he's exposed he's literally lost his wife he's lost his love interest uh, mm-hmm. because he thought he trusted his right hand man is proven to be untrustworthy and any sort of um, you know political power he had beforehand is yeah. then pretty much taken away from him 
Yeah, 100%. I like I kind of like that. It's not punchy, like you said, but I like that Jackie doesn't kill him. And it's just like, yeah. you have to live with this now. Guess yeah. what? But I, I think that's what that's what kind of hurts the movie is that it's kind of all just it just winds down to like yes. it just winds down too softly i don't i don't know yeah. i can't i can't say why it didn't land it's not satisfying right. it I ends like I a book tell them. it does yeah so like i guess that's probably where they took it from but it's just it's like i don't know i felt unsatisfied even though i knew all the characters kind of went through the arc they needed yeah i also have an issue with the ending which feeds into an earlier issue that i didn't allude to so i would have something to talk about now where Jackie's ending is like him going back to the restaurant and just trying to get back to normal. I'm kind of into. He's like, I've done my thing. Uh, I don't mind him just like returning to the restaurant. The woman just kissing him was so forced. Yeah. I was like, we had no inkling that there was any romantic interest here. She's just like the person who also ran the restaurant. And she like kisses him when he comes back. And I'm like, where, where, where did this come from? Why? Why did they... I don't know. They just give him... They, for whatever reason, they give, like, the good guy a girl. And I'm like, no, she... Like, we... The only... There is, a, there is that scene where she... This is my tirade. This is the, yeah, Oh, yeah, you have the whole... Yeah, I... I yeah. <laughs> let me... Let me go. I gotta... So, like, I, I gotta just sit back. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do see her, like, she clearly cares for him. Because, yeah. you know, when he's grieving and just, like, sitting up in his room, not feeling Lighting fires. And lighting <laughs> fires. She's like, you can't keep sitting here. I'm gonna take you to go see, like, a doctor or someone. Like, I'm gonna get you some food. That is something that anyone would do. It wasn't inherently romantic in nature. You yeah. swap that out with like a male chef and you're just like, okay, <laughs> that's someone who cares for Jackie's life because this old man has lost everything yeah. and isn't feeding himself. And then he comes back to the restaurant and they kiss. I was like, why? We have seen him give no inclination that he ever like loved anyone other than his wife. I was just like, no, I hate it. It's shoehorned in. I don't like it. Yeah. And then another problem I have. Where... Tell me John Mulaney. <laughs> and another thing. So, like, if you've heard of the Bechdel test or the Bechdel test. Yes, sure I would have. agree about this movie, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, first well, off. The, the fact I... that we didn't refer to any of the female storylines and couldn't remember uh-huh. the names halfway through this podcast. Yes. Oh, don't worry. Oh, wait, clip-clop, clip-clop. What's that? It's my feminist high horse. <laughs> the Bechdel test is not the be-all and end-all. The Bechdel or the Bechdel? I'm not sure. Let's go back to So it's not the be all and end all of cinematic analysis, but it is like a good kind of jumping off point. Yeah. And there, what if really, and I, in most movies, I don't usually notice this, but I really felt the lack of female interaction because we have actually a surprising number of female characters and they're all named. You know, we have Maggie, we have his secretary in Northern Ireland, which mm-hmm. uh, we didn't talk about her, but she is named. Her name is yeah. Beth. We do see her. We have the prime minister woman. Her name is Catherine. We have his wife. Her name is Mary. We have the daughter that never shows up. <laughs> <laughs> we have the woman in the restaurant. Oh, we have, um, she again is so minor, but I remember her, uh, the woman who works at the Metropolitan Police, who's doing all the like enhanced zoom in on the CCTV yes. footage. Yeah, yeah. We have like five or six female characters that show up. They only ever talk to men. And for whatever reason in this movie, I just really felt that. I was like, could you not have 
one woman talk to another woman for a minute. Oh, the daughter as well, of course. We have the daughter. She only talks yeah. to her boyfriend and her dad. Yeah. And I was just, I really felt it. And it really annoyed me for whatever reason. Between that, the did you come? And like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, God damn it, Martin Campbell. Learn what women are. Oh, oh, oh I won't take it. Uh, <laughs> I will blame the script and the plot for that. Okay, fair, yes. I will bl- I'll blame uh, Stephen. Oh, my God, that's his name. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll no, blame Stephen Leather for that. <laughs> that sounds like a man who would uh, be creepy to me at a pub. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, he's done a lot of books that don't fuck. Anyway, uh, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I noticed it as well, and I was just like, because yeah. I, I, it was more that I was just like, where the two actresses look the same, mm-hmm. like that is that's just. I don't know. I, I don't know how casting works and shit, but I was just like, that just seems like a lazy casting director kind of in a way. Yeah. Like there wasn't yeah. enough to distinguish the two characters. Like there wasn't like enough to distinguish. Like I think Maggie's character was really interesting. Not Maggie, sorry. Yeah. Mary's character. Look, yeah. here we go. Um, and that, <laughs> like, 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 like I'm just like, that whole plot of her brother dying at the hand of her husband, like all of it is just kind of like, I feel like she could nearly been the mastermind of all this. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah give she's... Her, give her all the meaty bits that they gave the nephew. Yeah, absolutely, because that's why I say he's garbage. But like, if if she's the if she's treating everyone else like the pawns, she's yeah. the mastermind. So like, I think she doesn't was... need to have been in the Irish regiment. She just needs to be smart, which yeah. she is. We see that she's manipulative. Absolutely. Like, she could have been so much more than she was. Yeah, um, and I like, I guess maybe it just comes down to, I guess it comes down to like, who's this movie for? But I don't think this movie would be like very male orientated. Maybe by the fact that it's Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan, both with a history yeah. of like big action movies. So they didn't really mm. see the need for it. But, but I, I still think it's a good movie, but yeah. Oh yeah, me too. But, no, but like, well, I'm just being like, it could have been better for more people. If it yes. was like, I understand for me, I'm like, of course I would enjoy it. But like, in the sense that like, <laughs> it's, oh, it's all these people that look like me and oh man, great. But, um, <laughs> But no, seriously, it's just like, it is noticeable. And it's just like, like even, even the boardroom with all the IRA members, they're all lads. Yeah. Yeah, just like, it. I just noticed it. I'm not necessarily even saying that it's like a deal breaker. Like I said, I still enjoyed this movie and I would still recommend it to people. But I just, I was like, oh, God damn it. I'm annoyed that I noticed this. Yeah. I'm annoyed that there was, was there any other female police officers even? Or yeah. were they like, exactly. And like... The only women we see are like the ones sleeping around for information, and I'm like, come on, it's 2021. But Circa, come on, Maggie's a cool person. She's drinking two of those Jameson single malts. <laughs> Listen, She's I a have strong woman. Have... <laughs> You're not special if you drink whiskey and fuck men. Like it happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, no that's a fair, I don't, that's a fair I don't, point to make. No, absolutely. Is, but I don't absolutely. want to end on a sour note. I don't want that to be the note. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And I think, and it's something that like, um, I think it's something from a movie from 2017 should have a bit more cop on about. Um, but yeah, I just thought then you have a good note to end on. But what I'll do is I'm going to ruin that with some of my, Gary's got some fun facts and trivia. <laughs> um, so I've got five bits of trivia here. Um, which is one was that in February 2016, two reports were made to the London Metropolitan Police about a terrorist attack made on Lambeth Bridge after many local citizens were not told about a controlled stunt explosion made on a double-decker bus for this movie. Oh my god, did the authentic IRA phone it in? (laughs) Uh, Unconfirmed. Uh, Then also I have here, despite the change of the novel's original title, the Chinaman, Quan, Jackie Chan, is still referred to as such six times in the movie. 
Oh my god, yeah. I did have a note at some point where I was like, can everyone please stop saying Chinaman? Yeah, oh, that was because the Metropolitan Police also called yeah. the Chinaman. The, the and the that's what stood out to me. In a way, but I was just like, why are the yeah. people who... Anyway. Uh, oh, do you want... Can I interrupt your facts with a fact of my own? Oh, go for it, yeah. Add some more just, facts the fact fire. Look at it. It's pretty hot. Hot fire. Hot fire. fire. Help is on the wing. <laughs> flaming hot fact <laughs> fire. <laughs> Basically, it just, it's sad that we both agree that, like, it doesn't feel as weird coming from the IRA, but um, I have an uncle, I have a great uncle, who, growing up in rural Ireland in the 50s, whose nickname was Chinaman, because he had dark straight hair and small eyes. My great uncle Kevin. He was comple- he's completely robbed of this role, so. Yes, it really should have been my great uncle Kevin well, in been, the role of Jackie he, Chan. He could have been playing the authentic old man that they keep referring to him as in the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. But sorry, that just came back to me. I was like, oh wow, yeah. Oh wow, hot, hot fact for the hot, hot fire. Hot, hot fact, familial fire. <laughs> Uh, and then my um, other th- so other one so this is Jackie Chan's second appearance with a former James Bond. He was in a movie called The Cannonball Run, in- which included Jackie Chan and Roger Moore from 1981. Uh, I have another thing, which is that Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan both appeared in different adaptations of Around the World in 80 Days. So Chan appeared in the one that we'd all recognise from 2004, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Brosnan was actually in one from 1989. What? Yeah. Oh my god. And my favorite fact, and I'm so glad I'm ending on this, was that Jackie Chan sang the closing credits song, A Common Man. <gasps> if you've never heard Jackie Chan sing, you are in for a treat. And you can see why he never became a famous singer and stuck to stunts. He's pretty good, he's pretty good. But like Yeah, I think he I think he's a, a singer in China. He is. Oh no, he's big he's big enough, but it's just more like when I listen to it, I'm like I prefer the stunts, but yeah, I don't know if you listen yeah. to the, I don't know if you listen <laughs> yeah, to the song like... at the end, but like Jackie Chan's oh. on that. I've heard him sing the Mulan. Does he do yeah, the yeah, yeah, version yeah, of Mulan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. He's really good in that actually as well. He's every character. He is <laughs> Mulan herself. <laughs> I usually hear his Eddie Murphy stuff. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, where my brain went for a bit was I'm like, wouldn't it be great if Jackie Chan kind of launched a career like a like a kind of a like a in his 60s career of him doing an action movie but singing the song much like the way Will Smith used to always sing a song for all the movies he was in Oh my god, that'd be so good. I was where my brain went was a Eurovision movie where Jackie is at oh Eurovision. Oh my god, an international <laughs> song contest where Jackie plays the most handsome man in China. <laughs> the oldest and most handsome man in China. I would pay oh. I'd pay so much money for that movie. I'd pay actually oh. so much money for that movie. I don't know how we do this movie, but yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good way of doing it. We uh, have a half cooked idea. I think it's perfect. <laughs> And there's a bomb at the end, and the, the song <laughs> counts down all of the seconds left. Yes. So oh my god. You're welcome, How powerful Hollywood. would that be? Everyone in the audience is like clapping and time, and it cuts between them clapping and the oh, bomb that's, ticking. That's really good. I like that idea. My god. Are Maybe we writing I, a movie? I might edit all of this out so I can keep this idea to ourselves. <laughs> Patent pending, trademark, trademark. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> trademark Gary O'Brien, Sir Honey Lachlan 2021. <laughs> I need to make a reading of the Peers Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, so yeah so uh, before we actually go off and make a business together and a movie together um, I should probably say thank you for doing this podcast Sir Kenny Lachlan thank you for having me Gary O'Brien thank you so much I hope you're having a wonderful O'Brien Brosnan Bierce Brendan birthday 
month bonanza. Got it in one. Yes, I am. Oh, I'm having a fantastic one. Even better now that we've been able to chat about the 2017 action thriller, The Foreigner. So, so again, Sergey, I'll say that. Thanks again. Any, any, any final words? Um, Before I nope. crunch this TV over your head. <laughs> Uh, just that I was never in the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, well, I just want to say also thank you to anyone who's listened to this, anyone that's not been in the IRA. Uh, <laughs> if you want to also listen- people in the IRA. Yeah, Joey, if you're in the IRA, thanks for listening. Share it to all your friends. <laughs> Uh, but uh, t- uh, if you want to know when new ones are coming out, you can follow at Reeling in the Peers on Instagram. You can follow on Spot. Yeah, uh, you can follow on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you very much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed. Goodbye.